I'd like to turn everybody's attention to Matthew chapter 12. Appreciate everybody making the effort to be here tonight. And uh, looking forward to this week. We'll have prayer tomorrow night. And we'll have Wednesday night service. And then we'll have Sunday morning service. And, uh, and then we'll take Sunday night to be with our families and to enjoy a nice Christmas evening. Okay? All right. Matthew chapter 12, verses 29 and 30. Brother Thomas is reading. Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house? He that is not with me is against me. And if you would now turn to Mark chapter 3 and verse 27. I want to work for a little while tonight on keeping the strong man strong. Keeping the strong man strong. Please don't allow the word man to throw you off, ladies, okay? It's human being, not gender oriented there. It's for everybody. Everybody said praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. Keeping the strong man strong. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. When, when, uh, a decree went out, and the decree was to build the city. It was declared by the king and put in writing that they were to build a strong foundation. When Jesus Christ gave his life on the cross, shed the blood of Almighty God, gave birth to the only one church for everybody everywhere that he gave birth to in Acts chapter 2, then the teachings that went on following the book of Acts to each of the messages that were sent to each of the congregations that uh, were believing the truth had been brought, the message had been brought to them in their area, and they had gotten baptized, they had gotten the Holy Ghost, and now they're growing in grace and knowledge. And he told them, you are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets with Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, the church that Jesus gave birth to that went into all the world and continues to do so until every base has been covered and then shall the end come. But in that, Paul even made the reference in his time and he said that every, everybody under the sound of his voice had heard this message and this truth. They went everywhere and that's why there were those that left the original church. This pattern is the same, church family. Go back in Revelation and read about what took place before the foundation of the world and what Satan did and how he caused a split and how he got a third of the heavenly host to believe his lies. Well, they shouldn't have listened to him to begin with. What were they doing having talk and conversation with them anyway? Shouldn't have never done that. They made a big mistake, but people always think, well, I'm strong enough. I can handle it. Well, are you? Let's see. 
Let's see if we've got a strong man there. And if we do, let's keep him strong. Let's fix it to where the enemy can't overcome him. And that's the only way to do it. Say he's got to come in and overcome the strong man to spoil his goods. How about we're too strong to be bound? We're too strong to be weak. We're too strong to let down on a message and a truth. We're going to keep ourselves strong in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> too strong to faint. That'd be nice. Bible said if you faint in the day of adversity, well, there's going to be days of adversity, so wake up to it. There's going to be trying times. There's going to be some difficult and challenging times. You might as well just get that straight in your mind, but you don't have to faint. You don't have to be weak. You don't have to be overcome by the enemy. You can be strong enough to resist him and send him down the road, running down the road. Let me tell you, I looked a guy right in this town, right in his face, right in a restaurant, and stood up and said, I will not go against my pastor and friend. I basically threw him out of town and he left and I hadn't seen him yet and I don't want to see him anymore. I want to see brand new people. I want to see people that want God. I want to see people that will love God. I want to see people that will get strong in the Holy Ghost. Strong in the Holy Ghost. Get an experience. Get an experience. Get an experience. Oh yes. These in chapter 6 I told you to finally brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Going to church will make you strong. Right here, right in this congregation, there is strength. You hear me? Going to church will make you strong. Praising God will make you strong. Uh, calling on his name will make you strong. Oh, yes, it will add strength to strength. And that's what you want to do. You want to keep growing in grace and knowledge. And when I feel like my arms are getting a little weak, I just grab Jesus Feld's purse and I start doing... You know, curls. <laughs> That's all I need to do. That's natural strength, though. I'm interested in spiritual strength. I want to get strong in the spiritual way, then I go to church, hit the prayer room, begin to call on God, begin to call on the name that's above every name. That's the spiritual strength that we want. Keeping the strong man strong. When God fills you with the Holy Ghost, He delivers you. He saves you and delivers you from sin, from things that bind you, from alcohol, from drugs, from all kinds of things in this world that the enemy uses to deceive people and keep people all messed up. My God casts all that mess out when he gives you this Holy Ghost salvation. The Holy Spirit of the Almighty God is stronger and it will make you stronger. Oh, yes. God not raising wimps. No, he's not. Raising sons and daughters of God with strong foundation that have the armor of God, the strength of God, the glory of God. Everybody said praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, Brother Thomas, get me Hebrews, please. Chapter 5, verse 14. Talking about being too strong to be bound here, church family. Keeping the strong man strong. Because the enemy, first thing he's got to do is bind the strong man. And that's how he's going to come in and spoil the goods. That's how, he, oh, he's a spoiler, all right. He comes to take every good thing out of your life. Amen and amen. And you can rationalize. You can come up with all of the little things you want to come up with. But the bottom line is the same. The enemy is not wavering in his, his motives. He's not wavering in his pursuits. He wants to overcome. He wants to get in there and he wants to bind that strong man. He wants to keep you from doing all the good things that you're taught to do. He wants to destroy the good in your life. You don't want to let him do that. Hebrews chapter 5. 
Verse 14, please. What kind of meat? Strong meat. Strong meat for the mature. Growing people who are obeying the scripture and told you to grow in grace and knowledge. You start reading that book. Listen, I was a hippie. I came out of, I came out, we came out of uh, Woodstock and all that kind of garbage and different ones that had OD'd on, on all kinds of drugs and died when they were probably 27 years old. But here we are by the grace of God now. Come on, we came into church. God pulled us out of the fire. God changed our lives. God changed us from being a bunch of meandering hippies. People that didn't, kids that didn't know what they were doing. And the enemy was just coming straight in there and destroying. And God gave us the strength to overcome him. God gave us the victory to overcome him. He did it through baptizing us with the Holy Ghost and fire, giving us an experience, baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ to get rid of all your sin, all your dirt, all your mistakes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Strong meat belonging. God's got strong meat to keep the strong man strong. Amen. Amen. And everybody said praise the Lord. You can be seated. The Lord bless you. Brother Thomas, let's look at 11 and 34 of Hebrews. Chapter 11, verse 34. Everybody said, praise the Lord. Lord. Getting your mind on God. Determine that you're going to be strong. That you're not going to let the enemy come in there and and overcome you. The king said, you build this with strong foundation. We are built upon the strongest foundation, church family. Amen. We're continuing steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, which is the doctrine of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen and amen. Okay, we're in uh, Hebrews 11, 34, please. All right, so this is what our God does. He absolutely brings strength out of weakness. He can take somebody that is so weak, somebody that absolutely... It just doesn't have what it takes to withstand the forces of darkness. And and God said, I can show you strength. I can give you strength. I can give you what you need to overcome. I'm glad that he's a very present help in a time of need and trouble. I think Brother Sal was saying that tonight. You can call on God and he's going to be there. There's a lot of things and people and places you can appeal to. Even Paul one time appealed unto Caesar. And uh, that wasn't exactly the best thing to do. But God was with him, and that's the main thing. That's what made the difference, that God was with him. And as long as we're going to have God with us, then we're going to be too strong to bind. You hear me? The enemy's going to hit, hit the foundation and bounce off because it's just too strong. You're not going to let down. You're not going to give up. You're not going to allow the enemy to uh, wheedle his way into your life with uh, smooth words and fair speeches and get you all kinds of sympathetic about a bunch of nonsense. You get yourself on the great word of God. Amen. You young ladies and young men, you save yourselves. Save yourselves for the right thing, for the holy thing, for God, for the church. Save yourself for your husband. Save yourself for your wife to come. Amen and amen and amen and amen. Woo! Yeah. Well, and you'd be surprised how your feelings change. We had a young man told since it fell today, he was he, all he wanted was a slice of pizza. He didn't want a girl. 
Well, that's how he feels now. I just can't wait till he comes around and says, Senior Pastor, you know, I really like so-and-so. Here, have a slice of pizza. <laughs> Give God a big hand. Come on. Oh, yeah. Woo! God can take the weak and bring strength. He can do that. God can do that. It's so wonderful. People that were bound by alcohol, people that were bound by other various drugs, people that were bound by lying and cheating and stealing and quarreling and, and gossiping and, and bad temper, and they've been delivered from that. They're not that way anymore. God's given them strength. He's put strength inside of them, fortified the walls, if you please, foundations. Everything is strong. Isn't it written in your Bible? If you listen to God's Word, if you'll do God's Word, then the Bible teaches very plainly that you're going to dig deep and build your foundation on a rock. And when the storm comes, you're going to stand. The enemy comes in like a storm, and you're going to have faith. You're not going to have Jesus looking at you saying, why are you of so little faith? I don't want him to have to look at me and say that to me. You know, I want to have strong faith. I want to have strong faith, not weak faith. Strong faith, strong faith, strong faith, strong faith in my God. Amen and amen and amen. Well, you can be seated because your dogs are barking, I know. 1 John 2.14, please. 1 John 2.14. Oh, yeah. Right in your Bible. It's right there. Everything we have need of. We're going to look to the place, the source, to where we can keep the strong man strong. It's, we start out strong, church family. I've seen people start out strong. They're going to run this race, man. They're going to get in there, and they're going to get with it, you know. And about three seconds later, you know, they're at the mall or, you know, they're hanging out with their family or, you know, whatever. They fall back into old, weak patterns, okay. That's not what we're about. That's not what the book is teaching. That's not what the Spirit is bidding us to do. He wants to, He makes you strong when He fills you with the Holy Ghost, and He wants you to maintain that strength. He wants you to be too strong for the enemy to overcome, for him to be able to get into your life and into your head and talk his junk. And everybody said amen. amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. Praise well, what about I feel so bad? You feel so bad for somebody, then pray for them and tell God to get them. God knows how to save. Don't you know that? God knows how to pull people out of the fire. God's got a church that's praying, a praying church, a strong church. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. God will give you strength over stubbornness. You know? Yes, he will. Because we can get mighty stubborn. Of course, nobody here is ever stubborn. Of course not. Okay. Where were we? First John, B.C. to 214. Or 2. Yes. That's good. Because you're strong. Because you're strong. God's, the, the apostle wasn't writing to a bunch of wimps. He was writing to men and women that he judged them to be strong. They were strong in the Lord. They were strong in the power of his might. They were strong in the foundation they were a, a part of. They were strong, strong, strong. Come on, the Bible even talks about going from strength to strength. That there's a, a continuation of a buildup in your life of Holy Ghost things. That you're not some wimp that every little spirit that comes along, every little skirt that swishes by and you're swept off your feet, every, every kid or boy that comes along and, and you're ready to give it all up. No, sir, you're going to guard the treasure. God said, I'm putting a treasure in you. And I want you to guard that. I want you to be strong. I want you to be strong. 
Amen. I want you to save yourself with the strength that I give you. Amen and amen and amen. Well, we're going to conclude with 2 Timothy 2 and 1. And it tells you, it tells you to be strong in the grace, in God's favor. That you, what was it said of Mary, the mother of the flesh? The angel said, thou that art highly favored, that you've got that grace in your life, that grace, that favor, that is going to be there to sustain you and help you. And uh, somebody said, I don't understand what's holding that person up. I believe it's spelled G-O-D, God. God's holding them up. God's power, God's spirit, God's grace, God's love. God's anointing, God's inspiration, and so many things connected with the church and with God, and that you keep pulling that into you and keep getting that in you, and it gives you strength. It gives you strength, and it's going to help you to withstand the wiles, the tricks, the deceptions of the enemy. He went forth deceiving the whole world. Don't you understand that? He's going to deceive the whole world. Guess what? We're not a part of the world. Okay, we may be in the world, but we're not of the world. We've got the Holy Ghost. We've got the strength of God. Amen and amen and amen and amen. Come on, come on, come on. Woo! You need to let the devil know when you're praying. I'm not a wimp. I am strong in the Holy Ghost. I'm strong in the Word. I'm strong in my convictions. Amen and amen and amen. I believe in my God. I believe in my church. I believe in the Holy Ghost. I believe in myself because of what God put in me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, then. Come on. Let's sing and worship the Lord, and let's come and gather around a little bit here. Amen. Isn't that nice of me? Christmas present. I didn't preach too long. Oh, yeah.